From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Ready? Are y'all ready? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Every time she messes up the whole intro, I had it all scripted out. <laughs> you have to tell us these things. Welcome back to the Re- revolution out, out there, everybody. Of course, as you can hear, at least one of us is here, as she shouted out in the middle of my intro. Bam. I'm patiently waiting like I'm supposed I'm gonna to. Get to you. I'm, I'm going to get to you. I'm not patient at all. Well, we're all here, and you know why we're all here? To talk about Mayweather and McGregor. What a yep. great fight. No, I was thinking about the Winston-Salem Open. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was just that, The real event of Saturday. Yes. Well, listen, what did we say? If, they, if, if there was any reason to talk about either the men at the Winston-Salem or the women in Connecticut, we would give it a little bit of time. <laughs> yes. Well, I know that's why everybody's tuning in. Listen, I, here's what was compelling about the men's final is that whatever that guy's name is, not <laughs> Batista Agu, but the other guy I've never heard of. He gets down 3-0 in both sets and comes back and is at 3-all. I'm like, <laughs> wow, are you awesome or is Batista Agu a chump? I don't know. Chump. And I will say that the women's final is pretty good, huh? No? Y'all didn't watch uh, it? Good. I, I, I didn't. didn't watch it. I think I watched Sibulkova and uh, Gavrilova, but I think that was the semifinal. Yeah. No, that was the final. Oh, well, there you go. That See, then the I watched it. Yeah, it was on Saturday. <laughs> the final you. was on it Saturday. It confused me that it was on Saturday, but that was because well, the Open, obviously. No, that was because they both really wanted to get to Authorized Kids Day. <laughs> yes. And participate. That's get right. free That's right. cotton candy and stuff. <laughs> Is it bad that I've never watched that? Authorized Kids Day? Yeah. yeah. I think it's racist. It was um, on ABC. It's sexist. I don't know how, but it's something. <laughs> Anti-children. Um, something. I don't know. I don't understand why it's racist or sexist. I don't either, but I'm sure it is. It's Corey, for God's sake. Send your letters to me. No, so there you go. So we had, uh, what did I say? What did I say? Everybody sucks in these draws, so it's going to be competitive. Right. Oh, that yeah, that match was great with uh, I don't know Sibokova. if other... I love Sibokova. I think she's a lot of fun to watch. She's explosive. So uh, I was right. Yeah. Uh, that's, I really wanted to get at least one of those in uh, before. And the, I'm right. The U.S. Open uh, debac- debacle <laughs> right. occurs because uh, I'm going to pick everybody wrong, I'm sure. But yeah, so everybody sucked in the two tournaments uh, <laughs> leading up to the U.S. Open, and so they were all even, and uh, so it was competitive and compelling. There you go. There you go. That was all our right. recap. We'll be back. No way. <laughs> no, well, we will, but uh, we're going to stay here for now. So... Yeah. Nothing. I watched nothing. <laughs> I, I didn't watch much. I just kind of peeked in at it. It was hard to find, obviously. It was. You know, I peeked in online a little bit here and there. Um but uh but I didn't see I didn't see a whole lot. Definitely watched the finals of both and that was it. Is that the only week of the year there wasn't a single minute of live tennis on the open? I mean the tennis channel. Well here's what I, here's why I was glad there wasn't. <laughs> because I forgot that there wasn't. Right. And I've turned on two seventeen on my direct T V mm-hmm. button. Which is tennis channel? Son of a bitch! Nothing's on. Oh <laughs> right. wait, nothing's on. Nineteen eighty one U.S. Open uh, classics all week. Did you catch any of the U.S. Open classics? I didn't I see did. any of that old. I, I ESPN watched. Classic had some too, which I don't have, but I, I happen to see that it was on that channel too. I watched bootleg a bunch it or something. Of stuff. How do you know? <laughs> I just saw it on the guy. I didn't actually watch it. I got you. 
but yeah, I, mostly their classics are usually like 2012. That's their version of classics. Well, the tennis they channel. had a 2009. <laughs> no, no, they had. They <laughs> had I didn't see the 81. They had. I didn't either. Um, I made that up. <laughs> I, I saw just, Andre play a few times. Oh, there you go. I threw out a random yeah. year. Um, they had 1990 Sampras. Um, yep. Agassi. Okay. And it just really brought it on home. <laughs> it just made me remember that a a youngster winning his first Grand Slam in such a fashion. And let me tell you something. He is way, or was, way better at the net than Federer could even ever uh, dream he, of being. When he volleys at the net, the point's over. I remember that. He, he was, I mean, you're talking about Agassi. And that's against who, Agassi, who's one of the best. Yeah, I mean, he's got, I mean, not then. He was still kind of a right. punk and wasn't really, you know, he was more like a, a curios type, if you will. Um, but he but, was American, so people get let him get away with it then. No, no, there's a lot of... Uh, well, he had some... He wasn't nearly as hated as curios though, I wouldn't say. No, the, it's funny because the, the he missed a passing shot. So he, uh, he hit the, the first volley. I don't know if it was the first volley, but one of the volleys in the series kind of ended up landing short. So Sampras hit yeah. a volley, kind of landed short on his forehand side. And he comes in, I think he overran it a little bit and just put too much on it, got a little inside on him, and he just hit it out. Just, you know, it was outside of right. Pete's range. Pete didn't even go for it, really, because um, it was point blank range, and he just missed it wide. And instead of, like, he didn't look up at his box and start <laughs> crying to his family, he didn't yank a ball out of the stadium or hit an official, didn't hit a racket <laughs> on the – he just kind of made a face – Mal, I, I don't even know if he mouthed any bad words and then kind of swung his racket hard in the air, but didn't let go of it. <laughs> right. That was it. And then he went on to, you know, that uh, was interesting. So, yeah, he. I don't know if he got an – I think he did get a little bit of heat back during the long hair neon period. Well, and especially at Wimbledon, which is so traditional, and he's he was pretty wild. Well, he him. didn't play in it for a while right he, you know <laughs> bigger than the game obviously but still my favorite u.s open match well my favorite match ever was at the u.s open with uh agassi and sampras in the quarterfinals that four tie break match right it was so great right well he uh so that was in 1990 so that was at the beginning of really both of their careers i mean he obviously had some ups and downs and, and pete sampras kind of was well, actually, he lost a couple finals after that, which kind of kicked him into gear. Right. But that U.S. Open was his first, and, you know, big serves, bit, you know, good all-court game. I mean, he was controlling the entire court. Um, and it's hard to look at it when it's – first of all, it was a brutal, you know, 30 minutes that I watched it because <laughs> I caught it kind of halfway. Not in HD. I know. I mean, it's, I couldn't see anything. It's so weird to I watch. It's hard to watch. Anything. But I remember watching back then how hard it was to see the ball, not as much on hard court, but like on, on grass especially, you couldn't see the ball. Right, because you don't have anything to compare it to in relation to TV, but you do go outdoors. <laughs> right. And you have been on a tennis court with lines and tennis balls before, <laughs> so you do have something to compare it with. And so it's like, well, that's nowhere near real life, but you yeah. didn't expect it to be because it's like TV, right. you didn't know what HD was. It hadn't been invented yet. Um, but yeah, Sampras had a backhand down, down the line that was called wide and he didn't argue too much, but I guess he's conditioned because what are you going to do <laughs> if it, it, you know, there's no Hawkeye right. back then. There's no, you know, I think they probably had some kind of version of a high speed camera, but it was fuzzy. Yeah. It still wasn't, you know, super clear. 
Um, but no, no, what I was going to say was watching that match, I am even more convinced, even more convinced that he's he was in a way tougher error. And that's, again, if you take Roger Federer and put him in, in Pete's error, he's still going to be one of the best players ever. Right. But is he going to be have so many grand slams that it's put it this way? One of the big one of the big notches in Sampras's belt, so to speak, is um, six years finishing number one in a row, right. finishing number one in the world. Yeah, that's really impressive. Guess who finished five years in a row being number one? I don't know. <laughs> Djokovic. Yeah. Who's not even considered? I rest, I rest my case. <laughs> well, and when I, we talk I about rest the draw, my case means stop talking. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say over. when we were talking about the draw later, you're going to see how weak this area is <laughs> um, because it sounds very, very bad for this tournament. And look on the women's side, you know, you forget about that period before Serena just was out of her mind. Because you know, Kim Kleisters, remember her? And Justine, her? Justine, and Arden. Pretty good French accent. <laughs> you do Spanish, I'll do French. We, <laughs> we. Oui, oui. Oh, wait, you do that one too. <laughs> but, so, I don't know. Anyway, so just watching that kind of brought it back that, you know what? Damn it, he was good, man. Well, and it was probably nice to actually see Americans in a meaningful match, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. hasn't happened in a while. That was the other thing. It was depressing. It was like, USA. Oh, now it's like, whoever. <laughs> Even when the Americans are playing, nobody's chanting USA now because they know they're not going to win. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. But this tournament could be different. It could be different without the big some of the big names. Well, the women. So they did have some older matches, and um, and I can't remember whether it was on ESPN Classic or or it was on the Tennis Channel. But looking at those, they definitely had some '80s with Chris Everett. Right, I think the ESPN was the the earlier ones. Martina. Yeah, there was a Martina. Yep, there was a Martina one. Oh, fun to watch. There was one where Martina got. Worked by Celis. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God, Celis was oh, so Monica. good. Golly, it's so depressing, man. She got stabbed yeah. in the back, literally. Horrific. Depressing. But you look back at that. You know, that's again. What have I tried to say? But I forget to say it sometimes. You take Martina. When you talk about best tennis player ever, you have to put her all right at the top because she did right. everything: yeah. singles, she was doubles. Great. Again, I don't count mixed doubles, but and she's a great coach. Who does and, she coach? I'm just saying in general. Oh, well, she has coached some players. Yeah. But and she did it for a long, a long time, too. Yeah. She was still winning well, in you, her 30s and 40s. You picture her, and then, you you know, when if I were just not to talk about that match, but just to say Celis, Monica Celis by herself, you're thinking, you know, a different level of power and everything else compared to Martina's era. But she played well. And, and I mean... It, that wasn't a first-round match, people. Right. That was not right. a first-round match. That was deep. It might have been a final or a semi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember. But the point being is, is she you know, was able to use her all-court right. game and, uh, and compete. But I think you know her and really, I mean, you take Martina, the other Martina, Hingis, our favorite doubles player, um, you know, that level of power just ushered them out of the game. It made it tougher to, to get past them. Which I think is actually an issue today. I think that a lot of these ladies aren't able to keep up with some of the better players, the harder hitters that are coming out. I mean, Wozniacki being a great example of someone who's had to up her game because she just didn't have the power to compare even, not not just Serena, but even... Did you even, mean the David Ferrer of the women's game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But she's not no, as it's cute as David, though. <laughs> mm. she's, she's pretty cute. Well, um, I was, you know, talking to a guy I teach this morning, and he was saying he didn't watch pro tennis, men's tennis. And I said, I was asking him why, and he goes, because I can't. Well, we've talked about it a little bit. He said I can't relate to people that hit that hard. Um, you know, and and it's, it's just not for me to watch that. I can't learn they anything from it because I can't play like that. They stole that from you on this podcast. Of course, you've been saying that. You've been saying I play like a girl since I've been. Yeah. Doing that. Well, and even the women's though is getting to that. At it some is. point, he was asking me about a player that we know that's really good, and he said, "What do I do against him?" And I said, "Well, if he's hitting that hard and they're going in, there's not really a strategy. There's not really anything um, you can do. If they hit the first Run. ball for a winner, you know, there's not much you can do. And so I feel like that's sometimes what pro tennis is. No, like. no, no. You should have told him on a changeover." <laughs> reach into his bag, get his phone, and <laughs> yes. download the Tennis Revolution before podcast. The, before the match is over, didn't 20 I, minutes. Did I say that was a strategy to mess with people on changeovers and throw them off their game? <laughs> no, but so all, all those old matches, just you can see the links between, you know, the Everett, right. you know, 80s, and then kind of making that transition. And you can kind of see the links and how they leapfrog all the way to today. Because, I mean, you know, Clysters. She was one of the biggest hitters, mm-hmm. even with the Williams sisters right. around. Um, and Davenport. Know, Davenport. But you can kind of see in that Steffi Graf kind of bridged that gap. And uh, But that was Monica. like the minority back then, yeah. hitting hard, and sure. now it's like everybody. Well, it was, it was basically all the women that hit big like that, for the most part, prior to Clysters and all that, I think early in Davenport, they were all basically – they were all John Isner's. Right. They could hit big but couldn't move. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, now Davenport's a little different. Uh, you know, I think she didn't have great movement, but better than other big hitters. And then, you know, you have to be six foot ten to have that problem right. on the men's side because everybody hits huge. Yep. And can move like gazelles. And the women are starting to be more of that, you know. They had to go through their growth period just like the men did in the early nineties, where the big, big hitters you know, were one-dimensional, right. and everybody, oh, the game's so boring. Um, you know, so, but it's not as prevalent on the women's side, because you know, because you do have Wozniakis. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's hard to picture a immobile male player winning any major tournament now. I can still see a, a woman that's more a little more, more mobile winning, but you can't see that on the men's. To just go three out of five, and because the guys are so fast on defense, they can get to every ball and just eventually move the ball around. Yeah. And and to be fair, not everybody it, it's it's a Del Potro forehand is still an anomaly. Holy yes. like crap, right. no, man. That's incredible. a cannon, man. That is a cannon. But, you know, it's just like we saw Nadal in that match he lost in whatever the last tournament he played Cincinnati. And he looked slow. Right. Well, he played twice that day, that so day. he wasn't catching up to the ball. So that's what it used to look like when you had big hitters against other guys. They right. weren't catching up to the ball. But now they all do. For yeah. the most part. Yeah. They all do. Even the tall guys. Except for, Except for <laughs> just one. <laughs> and yeah, normally now, if you're hitting... Now, gets the same way. He gets... He does. Yeah. He, he slows gets, down. He starts and... to lumber yeah. around, right. if you will. He needs but to get a sponsorship. I guess the difference with that... 84 lumber. How sweet <laughs> would that go. be? Oh, my God. But he only wears that shirt in third sets <laughs> or in fifth sets. <laughs> but the difference between that and the women's is the women... The men can bail out with a big serve, mm-hmm. whereas the hard-hitting women, even their serves are still not unreturnable. Well, you get the Madison Keys... Of the game, which there's very few that can play like right. Madison. But I mean, you're not getting the 25 aces in a, no. in a match or no. 40 aces in a match like some of the men can still do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by the way, that wasn't a sexist comment. Matter of fact, it wasn't even negative. <laughs> right. Because, like you said, in terms of you know um, relating to games and stuff, I mean, you just 
here's the thing. You just have to know what you're watching. You know, like watching Pete Sampras and Agassi, you have to know what you're watching and what each player's trying to do. Right. So you can sort of see, are they able to do it? And are they getting close to being able to do it? And so for the women, it's getting the ball out of the strike zone of the returner because the returners are beating the shit out of the ball. Yep. Right. And so oh, you don't just, crazy. oh, well, they're no good at serving. No, no. that's not it. Their serves just aren't as big because they're not as strong in the shoulders. Right. They're, they're not, not as, as tall. tall. Um, and and overall, their frames are smaller. So to do the same thing over and over and over and over, and over again throughout a week, throughout a season, et cetera, throughout a career, you know, you're just not going to have that kind of pace. But if you know what you're watching for, it's you flip it now. Instead of looking for, you know, um, Isner to ace, you're looking for the returner. So now how does the server get her out of that strike zone? How does the, how does the server get it up on her or get it low right. or get it wide? And then you can, then once you're looking at that, then it becomes a little more fun and less boring than just watching. Like, what was that, Ost- the final with Ostapenko right. and whoever and the French? I mean, they were just hitting the living shit out right. of the returns, over, back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, I don't know if anybody want to point. On the, <laughs> well, and know. if you can't hit the ball hard enough to mess somebody up, you've got to do it another way. That's just, you know, right. you like don't have a choice. Scream right before they hit. I think that's your... your <laughs> I think that's all the women's that's strategies. What you, no, no, before they hit the ball. That's <laughs> it what was, you do. It was Halep in the French. Yeah, Halep in the yeah. French. And oh, she lost a final? Yeah. Wow. wow, I know. That's shocking. <laughs> she won't have that problem in this tournament. No. You don't think so? All right. Uh, what? Well, listen. I think you just teased. Is that the right word? Is that the radio word? I'm good at that. Get your hand off. What's my coming up? Teasing me. <laughs> um, He's a good tease. Yes. No. Uh, I think that might be the biggest story for Tomorrow. me. Tomorrow. Yeah. Well, for Monday. Me. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday. Yes. Right now, if you're yeah. tuning in at midnight, right? Tuesday yeah. morning. Hey, maybe you're still watching. The yeah. seven six six seven seven right. six three set thriller. <laughs> so no, we've gotten to the first round. The only thing that could have made it better would have been Bouchard and Sharapova. Right, right. But instead, we have Hollop and Sharapova. I just, I mean, here's the downside about it: is it could be an awesome match once they're up to form because Sharapova hadn't been playing. Right. And you know who knows with Hollop, she still probably got a you know gun to her head. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this even though it's already happened, but I think it favors Halep big time that they're yes. playing first round for multiple reasons. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely not a final. Right. That'd be bad. Uh, she's not playing for, for number one in the world in the first round, so that's good. Yeah, and sure, Pova's first match back, she's going to be rusty, doesn't have any confidence. And you know that f- her being fresh, I don't know that that matters because she's been banged up. Right. So yep. she might be fresh, but she's probably hurt. Yeah. Know? Ah, Sharapova, come on. I told you to call me, and you haven't. Look what's happened. Bad luck ever Well, you know, since. and there's a lot flying around about this whole match. I think, you yeah. know, it's the it's the headliner. It is. It was the headliner. It should be. <laughs> should be. I mean, put it, so is there another match, men or women, in the first round that matters more than that? And, I don't, and here's the thing. We know, not because of our expertise, because we are experts. <laughs> right. But... Nobody tunes into a podcast to get deep into a draw. Nobody cares about the intricacies of a first-round match between two people you've never heard of. But there are some things that transcend, you know, that. And I think not necessarily from a tennis standpoint, but, oh, good tennis and the matchups and the differing styles or whatever, but just from the storyline. You know, Sharapova's been out. Right. Mm -hmm. She's an ultimate competitor. If it wasn't for, you know, Serena, who knows how many – you know, Grand Slam she would have, 
you know, she's a fighter, she's a champion, she knows blah, 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 all that stuff. And then you have Halep, who's the opposite. Right. I mean, obviously a finals. Trying to get her first would be breakout. Way, right, would be yeah. way bigger. Um, so any any other matchups bigger than that in the first round? Not to me. Not Kicker really. and Steve? <laughs> Ooh, I, mean, I don't know. I just I, made that up. The most interesting one I saw so far, in my opinion, that was the... Simon query match which could be which could be interesting because Simone's yeah. always fun to watch. I think that's good. And there's if, also well, Simone, Simone. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody will like him in New York. <laughs> oh, I like Simon. Well, he's just not the most. He's not charismatic. Entertaining he's player. Not, yeah, he's he gets. Not. He's he's like Rod. He's like Bered. Actually, he gets everything. And he's the example I use when I'm teaching is that he once made Djokovic hit a hundred errors yep. and still lost. <laughs> yeah. So I tell you, when you make an error, you can make 99 more and still win. So if don't feel too him, bad. Yeah. Well, the other one, I think, for this podcast, since we're our main concern is American tennis. Now, to be fair, man, we have a lot of listeners from other places in the world. I mean, which is great. a ridiculous amount of listeners, which I don't understand, because first of all, I thought they all hated America. <laughs> and if they don't, they certainly should hate us, um, or at least me. Insight into our culture. Is that what it is? Yes. Maybe yeah. they use it to learn English. Yeah. <laughs> you know, seriously. Yes. Our English is uh, eh, it's superb. Good. It's pretty good. All right, so let me just name some some. You know, it's a good match. The United States, big deal. Listeners, obviously. How about Australia? Curious. Can you believe that we have Australia? Who has Australia? We have three listeners in Australia. <laughs> One of my best friends lives in Australia. Maybe is that who's she's listening? Downloading. I don't know. <laughs> she's got three different phones. Yeah. How about Probably. Portugal? What a hot, sexy country that I is. I love Portugal. I've never been, but Great place to visit. You. Here's not a hot, sexy country. However, <laughs> it was sexy last night. Ireland. Oh, there you go. That uh, is a sexy country. Connie I don't know McGregor. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Irish. Uh, rest my case. <laughs> so that's why he's saying not sexy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, Pretty damn hot. To be you don't represent you. the whole population. It was all those McGregor fans here uh, listening and watching. I think I was mostly disappointed that he didn't have his kickboxing shorts on. Last China? Time. How about China? Wait, we saw enough of that. <laughs> I didn't know they were allowed to have the internet in China, but one person does. It's a good point. One person in China does. It's probably an American. You, we got a bunch. From, we got a <laughs> well, bunch. There are from a lot the of UK. Chinese players in the draw too. There are. We got a bunch from the UK. They speak English. That makes, so that makes sense. And there's another country. We have a bunch from other. Never heard of that. <laughs> anyway, all right. So with that being said, I think another matchup that's interesting for us is Fed Tiafo. Oh, absolutely. Tiafo. I love Tiafo. I don't know. You don't. Uh, know. I'm not a Francis. fan. Francis. If Federer is a little bit off and Tiafo's on, that could be a well, very yeah. match. Listen, the kid's going to be able to get to every ball. Right. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to hit big shots. He's going to be able to... Well, let me wait before I say that. <laughs> Is he going to be able to use the crowd? I was going. I don't think he will. I don't. You know what? It's funny because if it was two years ago, maybe. But, you know, I mean, this is Federer's swan song. You know, almost. Right. I mean, you know, could be. I don't think there is a player that Federer will play where he is not the crowd yeah. favorite. Yeah. Man. And maybe I mean, a final against an American, but I don't know who that would I, be. I think, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that Tiafa will get some American support, but he's going to be overrun. Yeah. And, which Sampras, is too bad. Sampras comes back, proves, <laughs> proves what um, we get there's, there's another good <laughs> American How far could Federer make it? I mean, Sampras make it if he didn't play a seed. Come on now. Anyway, we're not going to answer that. No. Far. So <laughs> Federer Tiafo. Uh, and then y'all said, uh, what did y'all just say? Um, well, that was when we oh, said. Oh, Jill, Simone, yeah. and. Um, Simone and Query. And then um, Coco is playing Allison Risk. And I always well, find that's it. That's a in, bummer. I know. I always find it unfortunate when Americans have to play each other in the first round. But it's round. not as bad for. 
Ooh, here's the women, because we got more chances right. in the women. Yeah. So for that, it doesn't bother me as much. And but here's the, a good one. The poor men. Are you ready? We suck. Harrison and Burdick. I saw that. I was That's, just about to say that. That that will be interesting. That will be fun. That will be fast, is my prediction. You think? Uh, Although somebody's telling me. Who was it? Not They're not telling me. They're tweeting it. <laughs> which I follow them. So they're telling me. That's what I'm going yeah. with. I think uh, uh, Brad Gilbert was saying that the uh, courts are playing slow. That's what I read today. So they have more sand underneath the top layer. So if they if they uh, if they do play slow, here's a good one. So that's good, right? Because yeah. we were bitching that Wimbledon, you know, wasn't going to be here's, faster than U.S. I like this one, uh, Cole Schreiber and Schmiechek. I like Tim Schmiechek. No. Yeah, that's he's kind of an underachiever. Yeah, but we're talking about the fortune, but we're talking about saying. the stories. Better trying to. When and, oh, that's a big story. But and yeah. didn't Fetter say I, I can't win three in one year at this age? Come on, you know who you reminded me of? Barlow. You know who you reminded me of? Who? Mayweather. Oh yeah, Shut up. exactly. Shut up. Trying to sell the match, right? And then Mayweather, you know, <laughs> faked it through ten rounds just so they. Oh, see, right. they weren't faking it. It yeah. really was a good shut up. Well, this is a second round, so I'm taking a risk by saying it. I didn't it, say that. I said first round. <laughs> well, remember, the first round's over, or half of it's over. <laughs> right, but when we get there and everybody's like, wow, those guys were right. Right. <laughs> well, I just think Shapovalov is playing Medvedev, and if yeah. he wins that, he's got Songa. So that's a little interesting yes. section of the draw where Songa's going to play one of those up-and-comers. All right. Compare it to Halop Sharapova. Exactly. That's Shut the biggest. Your mouth. That's star power. <laughs> well, that's Better the biggest Tiafo, of all of them. I think, is in the mix for Americans. Right. Because yeah. he just had a big win, you know, uh, Tiafo did. Well, uh, and the uncertainty the of Federer. 80-year-old. <laughs> well, um, the uncertainty of Federer, too, is going to be interesting just to see what he looks like. Right. Because um, if he looks good in that match, then he's the favorite to win the tournament. If he doesn't look good, then it just makes the whole draw up in the air. No, I, I don't know about that. Deflate? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anywho, no, do. nothing on the women's that's amazing besides... Uh, uh, They're all pretty, aside from... Nothing, uh, well, I mean, they don't have to be bad. You know, Mikhail's pay, playing Pavlyuchenkova. Is that how you say it? There's a lot of names in the women's, and, yeah. and I consider myself pretty knowledgeable about the women's field or the field in general, and... There's a lot of names I don't know in this tournament. Yeah, me too. And, On and the it women's could go, side? Yeah. yeah. Obviously. And it so could I don't go know if that way. means that it new players are coming up way. or players are injured, but there's probably 30 names that I've never seen before. Well, you didn't mention the Bouchard match. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's the one you're looking forward to the She'll most? Choke. No. Whoever not. she's playing. She's not No, no, no. Anyway. She won't choke. She just won't be good enough. That's really what it boils down to. She's not. Which is really bad. She's playing Radina, the Russian, and uh, she's has every capability you know to beat her but so the point being is the most exciting most looked you know for match i think by the general people on men or women or mixed <laughs> uh should be sharapova and Hollow. Do y'all agree with that oh yeah all right then and i hope it lives up to the hype are they is it going to be on prime time yeah it is. it's after seven it's actually the opening of the whole. I mean, it's it's an evening match, the but first night it's match. the opening ceremony. Well, they should put that on ABC instead yeah. of ESPN, but yeah. especially this particular year. Yeah, because normally the opening matches are kind of kind of a snoozer, but this one this is, is obviously one. interesting. It's a good one. All right, well, that's just you know 
just fun cotton candy kind of stuff. Yippee, who's the you know, most fun match? And you <laughs> right. know, all the hype and not really pay attention. Now we're going to talk about who's going to win this bad boy. And we'll do that. Guess when we're going to do that, Corey? When we come back. How did you know? <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be back. It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com, to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, we're back. We are back. Um, do we want to actually just talk about who's going to win? Or do we, do we want to make it spicy here? Do we want to get crazy? <laughs> who's going to win what? The, the first round or the whole thing? Us <laughs> open. Yeah, yes. let's go through every single match individually. <laughs> pick a winner. Everybody and, write it down. And pick the score. Let yeah. me get my notebook If we were out. creative, we would have had bets set up and we would have had bracket challenge. We'll lose to Luke Eubank, 6'4", 6'3", 7'5". I will say, though, don't you have a problem with this whole wild card system? Because Halep is playing Chiripova, but she could have also played, you know, the number 800 in the world wild card. I just think the wild card thing. Well, first of all, Sharapova is a wild, wild card. I mean, right. it's not, she's not a normal situation. Not everybody. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think a seated player should ever have to play a wild card because a wild card is just like oh, the see. most random... I see. It I could just, be last year's champion could be a wild card. I just wanted to tell you that my boyfriend just texted me that Pete Sampras is the greatest athlete in the world. Oh, and, that, <laughs> and that even he could have beaten Mayweather. Well, <laughs> now you're going to dump him and I'm going to move in because with him. Agree. I love him. I love him. You would like him. He is a met sweet, him. sweet man. He is. Um, and smart, apparently. <laughs> Very smart. Um, what was your question? And you stepped over me about to say, Dear P. Oh, I did. Um, yeah, oh, about Sharapova. Sh- 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 yeah, because not a lot of wild cards come back after using Deer P. <laughs> Deer P. What is that stuff Ray Lewis is using? Was it Deer P? Wasn't Ray Lewis uh, using it? It was, wasn't it some other animal? Rhino urine? Bull or, I don't know. No, I think it was deer. Maybe it was some so. kind of whatever, some kind of whatever. I don't know. They they soak pork chops in it or something. <laughs> I don't know what they do, but it's a some kind of undetectable, you know, yeah. whatever. Anyway, but so. I just think because ex- it is exciting for the first round to have Halep and Sharapova, but it's it really screws Halep over more than anybody else. Agreed. Sharapova's not, you Agreed. know, obviously she's not happy either. But but if, put it this way. If Sharapova can get past that first round, wow, that, yeah. that draw opens a lot. up. She basically takes the second seed and position. She'll, yeah. she'll lose in the second round. No, <laughs> but I just don't, to Bouchard. I don't, yeah, I don't like that, uh, the whole wild card thing because it's just too random on who it is. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, talk about the whole wild card thing and whether or not Sharapova should have been given a wild card. And... Oh, of course she should. Well, and even if she wins qualifying and then gets a qualifying spot, she still could have played Hallett first round. Yeah. Yes. So I guess there's nothing you can do to avoid it, really. Yeah. It's just well, kind of frustrating. It is. It's the luck of the draw, and that's just what happens. But... And that is what makes this different than NCAA tournament, where it's always the one seed, all the top seeds play. Right, the one to sixteen to yeah, and ultimately, um, I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, I mean, I like the randomness of it. Not a hundred percent, maybe. So maybe, you know, maybe it is where the top sixteen seeds are guaranteed. You know, 
a non whatever yeah. like the lowest 16 players and then everybody else is I, whatever right. yeah i mean because ultimately the reason we have seeds is so the best players can be separate from each other right and then you don't mess up the balance of it so those players have the best chance to make it the furthest because well, I, I guess what they could have done is they could have made sure of a wild card but still made her the 32 seed mm-hmm. so then you know that she's not going to play because they can do seating however they want um, you know, well, they, then they could have made it where she wasn't playing a seed until the third round. Yeah, but I think they just do seeding on rankings. So Usually, but yeah. Wimbledon does their own. They have their own ranking system. Yeah, but I don't think the U.S. Open is going to change all their stuff. And I guess people would get Bowman. mad if they seeded her when she hadn't played, and there's going to be uproar for that reason. And you would probably be here bitching about that <laughs> and say, why are you just making oh, a wild I'm card? Find she could have played Halep. Halep would have beat her. It would have been fine. <laughs> but no. I'm going to complain no matter what. God, you're miserable. <laughs> so, Halep. I think would have to be somebody in the mix, right? All the usual suspects, right? So now Moogie. Moogie, is she looking good? Y'all feeling good about Moogie? She's got to be the favorite, I would She's assume, on paper. Favorite. She's the favorite on paper. Which means nothing in the women's yeah. draw, but... It really doesn't. If she keeps her momentum up, I think she could really pull it all the way through, but... Mm. <laughs> and not in a bad way, right? No, it's just it's more unpredictable. It's more wide open, it especially is. with Serena out. Yep. I don't know, I really... Yeah. I mean, if you take Federer out of the men's, I think it's super unpredictable. Yep. Sure. Well, I mean, Murray's out, which, you know, again, it's Sunday, so we just found about that officially yesterday. Right. On Saturday, even though you're listening on Tuesday, and next month it'll be, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. But, um, and, uh, but have you ever seen them change a draw for a withdrawal? I've never seen that in a Grand Slam where the draw actually changed yeah, before when a player place, dropped out. What do you mean? Well, I, like, they they replace him, which they always do. But I've never seen them actually change players' positions on the draw after it's already been published. Mm-mm. Well, you can't. Well, if you mess up seating, that's when it'll happen, right? Because I mean, you know. Well, um, so they move Chilich into Murray's position, which I don't understand because Chilich is the five seed, and he's playing. And a Federer guy is the third tennis. seed. Yeah. Um. So I don't understand why, if you're going to change that, why not just move Federer to the two seed to the opposite half of Nadal? I don't understand. I'm sure there's a system in place for that, but I've just never seen that. Yeah, I'm sure they. I don't know exactly what it is, but the bottom line is you you have to keep the integrity of the draw once right. it's already made. So if you have somebody who is on a line and they're the furthest away from a seed they can be, you can't go jerking with their spot right. and put them one round closer to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't. Well, and they've got to have a a timeline too. Like if somebody drops out an hour before the match, then they just put a lucky loser in there. Mm-hmm. But if it's this one was like forty eight hours, and there must be some rule that if it's after more than twenty four hours out, then we change something. Or well, they've got to release the draw at some point, right? But, yeah. You know, uh, Roundich um, pulled out as well. He did. Well, Rank is out. He's never hurt. Yeah, <laughs> Djokovic out. Yeah, it's Nishikori's uh, out. It is basically the beach on Dunkirk <laughs> of a draw. <laughs> yes. um, just body strewn. I think that's the funniest thing you've said ever. <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> on or? this podcast. Just in the last couple minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was solid. I do agree, but uh, I've had some gems. <laughs> I think this draw is going to be as exciting as that movie was. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so what yeah. you're saying is you're going to be weeping? I've actually never seen you're it. You're going to be weeping <laughs> at the end of it? Yes. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> I actually didn't see it, but amazing I heard mixed movie. reviews. Amazing movie. Yeah, I mean, but I, I'm a filmmaker, so I can. They're all amazing to you. I could go do my own podcast about why I think it's amazing. Um, yeah, so that that's definitely a, the big. I think the big story of this U.S. Open. You know, we've been talking about no Serena, but basically, I mean, without Fed, you're right. It would look exactly like the women's <laughs> draw. It'd be yeah. mayhem. Uh, but we've got one anchor. 
and that's uh, a Federer. <laughs> and you know, I mean, I guess Nadal? you could say Nadal, but I can't trust him. Not in hard court. Yeah, no. I can't. Although if it's a slower hard court. Well, um, so if you take um, the bottom half of the men's draw, they have a total of one Grand Slam victory in the entire sixty-four players. I didn't, know you, I didn't know you could play all together to get one Grand. <laughs> yeah, so that's, shared it. Yeah, so they have one Chilich won one. one Grand Slam in the entire half of the draw. So that's that's. Uh, We've, pretty, had, we've had some finals. Pretty unusual. In yeah. Um, Which is kind of, I mean, it does make it exciting for that half. Somebody's going to make a final and well, look, have a chance so to win their first slam. If Nadal hadn't looked so shitty, losing some, you know, and again. You played twice. You played twice in a day. So, how you know, what do you do with that? I don't know. Um, but he didn't play, you know, basically played three out of five sets. Right. In one day. So yeah. So, if he plays three out of five sets in one day, how's he going to look? But. He's got a day in between, provided, you know. It doesn't what, rain. Well, he'll, he'll probably be well, on the stadium. Well, anyway. I think, like you said, a slower court does make it a little more interesting for him. And if he ended up playing Federer, that would make that matchup a little more interesting if right. it's slower. Put him somewhere in the middle. Right. Closer to in the middle. Uh, but, like I said, I don't – that's something nobody's talked about is him being number one now. Right. In the world, yeah. not just this one seed. In the world. Because nobody thinks he's number one. Well, right. Um, uh, Clay. But that was a big achievement. I mean, him coming back after so long. Yeah. Well, you know what? Listen, the point system is what the point system is. And, you know, and the, here, I don't care about that as, as much as he probably doesn't care. You know, right. He's all about the tournament wins, the Grand Slam wins. And so I, I don't think it matters much. But well, even when he was saying, even when he was number one, he was always saying that Federer was the best player in the world. For you know, maybe that was him being humble or just being you know, maybe that was some kind of mind game. But he always gave Federer credit over himself. Right, I think they both do that crap. <laughs> I like to, I like to get a little. I'd like to, I would, I agree with you. I'd like to see a little Mayweather kind of McGregor, um, you know, smack talk. No, 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 but I'd like to maybe you know, when him and Mirka are sitting around having dinner with their nineteen <laughs> kids, and uh, just see what he says. About, yeah, you know. Oh, totally. I don't speak French too much, but um, so Fed, do we. Do we think Federer's got a chance? Yeah. Okay. Do we think Nadal has a chance? Yes. I don't. I don't either. I do. Yeah, but you got it. You've got the same thing for Nadal that I have for Sharapova. Not really. <laughs> I just like she the way to, he plays. Never mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> not gonna finish that's that. Not even. Not even <laughs> close. I. I really. Uh, Hers isn't obsessive think, and sexual. No, exactly. Hey, 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 <laughs> it hey. isn't. And uh, Roger definitely has the upper hand. In this case, but I think that Nadal can really pull it through, and I know hard courts is you know, it's it's more difficult for him, but I still think he's in there. Does Dimitrov's win the other day and um, since he matter at all? I think so. I think it'll give him a good boost of confidence, and uh, I I don't know about going all the way, but when I was going to say Nadal would have to beat Burdich, I mean, assuming the seeds yeah. hold up, which they don't, but he would have to beat Burdich, Dimitrov, and Federer just yep. to make the final. Yep, which would be three hard difficult wins for him on a hard court. Right. Well, the other, again, seeds not holding up, but still players that can do damage who have, you know, been in the mix. Right. I mean, Gasquet. <laughs> you got oh, Gasquet. Never heard of him. Oh, yeah, Gasquet. Sorry. I told you I don't speak <laughs> Richard. Richard. Richard Gasquet. Yeah. Um, like you said, you know, uh, Burdich. Um, you got a little. And Fonini's actually had a, a few He's wins over it all, too. Good wins, well, I mean. Yeah. Can, can you easily picture Monfils deep in the tournament? Never. Mm. And then tanking when he gets there. <laughs> well, that, a big yeah, win. The so of he, the could, men's draw. he could certainly be out there somewhere. 
Um, he's a, he's in his quarter. So, yeah, it's wide open. Um, and that half of the draw to me is just so much more interesting mm-hmm. than the other half. The top half? I mean, I guess it's the bottom half is interesting because the players aren't as good. So it's interesting to see who's actually going to step up and do something. The tale of two halves. <laughs> How about that? There you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the title of this podcast. So here's, here's some people you do have in the tournament. The Division One singles champion from last year. I heard about that. Kwiatkowski, UVA. Hmm. You also have qualifier. No, I'm just kidding. I was about to say John Isner. I'm just <laughs> wow. He's a I love the guy. He's American. Uh, Bernard Tomic. He's going to tank at some uh, point. Just yeah. wait for it. First round. We I have, can't stand Tomic. We have your favorite player, Ernestus Golbus. <laughs> oh, God. I still Sorry. Um, what about Zverev? Which one? Don't trust him. <laughs> I, listen, first of all... I think he could go First far. of all, are there four of them? <laughs> I'm done using their nicknames, okay? Oh. Sasha, U- Misha, yeah. Alexander, and... If the, uh, if, the, if the damn draw, if the U.S. Uh, US Open doesn't put their dumb nickname on <laughs> I there, hate I'm not Sasha. using it. I hate Sasha. I hate that. Is that his yeah. sister? No, <laughs> yeah. that's a Russian thing. But you're quite... Kowski plays Misha first round, so... Yep. I mean, Misha being a certain volleyer, that, that makes him vulnerable to lose to random players sometimes. Right, and here, and here, there's one other player, well, two other players that, of note for me, but not for you. One of them is an, uh, of note, maybe. Uh, the man who would be queen, <laughs> the greatest women's tennis player in the history of the game, Dmitry Tursunov, the 700th <laughs> player in the world, who would... Yeah, how did uh, he go from 700 to getting automatic entry in the open? Oh, who knows? I couldn't who figure that knows? out. Who knows? He must have had a great year Publicity. so far. Um, no, see, I don't think he got a wild card, did he? No, he, that's what I mean. No, he's got to he, be top 100 now, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, who knows? He was obviously injured when he was 700 or had some injuries to get down that low. Yeah. So, um, how about that? The man that would be queen. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, so, he's in it, and he plays a TCU player. Okay. Um, which y'all don't care about, but I do. I'm a TCU fan. Um, Cameron Norrie, who's from Great Britain. Yeah, he it's made great. it through all three rounds of qualifying, actually. Yeah. I saw that. I do like to look at those qualifying draws and see some random names every well, once in a while. Well, listen, I'm, as you know, I'm going to the U.S. Open this week. I leave uh, Thursday. But I wish uh, it would have worked out to go early because the qualifying is a ball, man. That's yeah, fun. That's fun. It, well, and they didn't show – there's been some years where they showed it on TV. They didn't show it this year. They didn't show any of it. Well, they, they would rather show matches from 1997. <laughs> right. Uh, quarterfinal matches. Maybe they went back and did the math and there were more people watch those in the qualifying. I don't know. Yeah, it's all definitely about the cash money. Although, maybe on uh, Tennis Channel Gold Plus <laughs> Extravagant, whatever. Yes, you can download any of the, and they actually do run those a lot. Well, I'm sure probably on the US Open website too, maybe you're one yes. of those. But, uh, all right, so on the men's side, um, yeah, so it's somewhat uninspiring. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm a little bit bummed. I'm but. interested to see what the level looks like, to be honest with you. And again, I'm not saying they suck. Okay? I'm just, my argument is, you know who would be good to ask? Maybe I can get thrown out by tracking this guy down. <laughs> you know who would be good to ask? Well, no, he wouldn't tell me, though. But it, it, good insight would be a guy that coached them both. Yeah, there you go. Paul Anakin. That's right. Um, But, you know, like I say. Yeah, sure. get an interview with him when you can. Oh, yeah. No problem. 
Um, well, this tells you the quality of the draw when Carreno Busta is the 12 seed and Isner's the 10 seed. Oh, my God. I'm not uh, tuning in for those guys. Sorry. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So, all right. So, uh, so who are we picking for the men? Hurry up. <laughs> Rebecca's first. What? <laughs> uh, fed. Oh, I'm going to go really crazy in this. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick the finalists oh, and I'll okay. pick, I'll pick, uh, I will pick Federer on the one side, but I'm going to pick Kevin Anderson on the other side. Interesting. Wow. I've been, I've been touting it, him all year. See, I would have said Fed Zverev, but I think they're. Is it because y'all have the same hairline and same complexion? <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Same social skills. Yeah. There you go. Personality. Um, no, I just think he's been, he's, been he's had a really good well. summer. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, but if the courts are slower, yeah. yeah, and him being taller and not as mobile either. Lumbering. But hey, so. it's, it, w- the whole time I'm there, it's mid-80s. Right. And so depending on the humidity, that might help a guy like that. Yeah. And, and an old guy, or a couple of old guys. Well, and he would have to beat Zverev in the third round. So that, But once he, if he beat him... It's wide open. Yeah, he's wide open. He would have Chilich in the semis or Sanga. So I think those are both winnable matches. And so is the match against Zverev. Yeah. I think Zverev's going to start to feel the pressure of the expectations. Well, I'm picking Fed because it is the weakest area in the history of <laughs> tennis, and so he's going to be able to take advantage of it. Like you said, the whole bottom half. Oh, it's... The whole bottom half is a bad year for him. Right. One Grand Slam. <laughs> so, uh, and the problem is, how does Anderson beat Federer in the final? I don't know, but... Um, if Federer is that in that good a form that late in the tournament, I think everybody's done. I don't think he's going to see Nadal. I think Nadal's out. No, before. I don't. Either. I agree. Sorry. Federer, Kyrgios, round of sixteen. That that'll be the match that kind of decides a lot. If if Kyrgios can make it that far. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you know, you can't argue with the talent, but for the love of Pete Sampras, um, <laughs> you can't. You know, you can't trust the guy, man. You can't trust the guy. And you, you know, you, I don't know. I, you feel I can't trust any of them. How do you pick somebody who hasn't done anything, even right. though they're super talented, they've beaten guys before, but they haven't put it all together? How can you pick anybody? Right. You know, it's it, if you do, it's a shot in the dark because you know it's like, oh, Federer, yeah. Hmm. Can you picture him holding a trophy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a matter of right. fact, you can. Twenty? How many? Nineteen? Nineteen of them. It's going to be in the twenties. No, it's eventually. Forty. <laughs> no, he's got nineteen. So, anywho, all right. Let's move on to what really matters. Absolutely. The women's draw. Mixed doubles. <laughs> Angus and whoever she's playing with. I bet you, I bet you, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get Jamie an interview Murray. with mixed doubles. Somebody, <laughs> I bet you I could do that. But listen, here's the thing is we had a conference call about this, uh, the high performance coaching program. And really the main, a couple logistics things, cause we're staying in Manhattan. They've got a shuttle. They're going to take us over whatever. I'll probably just ride the train. Cause you know, I'm cool. But the real gist of the meeting was, don't be an idiot. I was going to say, don't bring lotion to the match. You you have a credential with USTA on it. Right. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Brian. (laughs) Crap. And then they called everybody else into the room uh, after they talked to you. Right, exactly. (laughs) Okay, you can hang up now. Now we'll talk to the normal people. (laughs) No, no, I guarantee it's a bunch of idiot, co- um, not just college, it's a bunch of idiot tennis people, coaches. Right. So, I mean, 
you're certainly liable to have somebody getting hammered uh, <laughs> midday and then, you know, stumble out on the court. Not me. God, I, I hope it happens. They're going to be yelling at, what were you doing on that forehand? That's when you have to have your recorder ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Interview him as he's getting yeah. uh, tackled. Get Notice your, I didn't say her. Right. sexist. And keep your camera phone ready, too. <laughs> uh, all right, but women. Women. Who are the who are the threats? Dude, I'm going to... Is the one seed... Plisco, don't tell me who's winning yet. Don't get excited. Oh, okay. Is the yeah, one seed a threat? Is the one seed a threat? Karolina Pliskova. She's just not consistent She's enough. a threat, but she with is, the but slower courts, that yeah. doesn't favor her either. Yeah, she likes faster courts, and I just think that it's not... It's is not. she a threat? I mean... She's a threat. I mean, if we were in another country and could bet on tennis, which would help <laughs> its popularity here so much, would you put any money on her? I wouldn't, but... No, I wouldn't. But, All right. Some people would. I wouldn't put any money on the women's draw. On anybody. I know. So now, would you expect Holop to make it to at least the semis? And then she'll choke. Well, if she wins her first round, her odds are going to get way, way better. Right yes. now, I'm sure her odds are pretty bad Yeah. because of the first round. But yeah. if she gets past that, then I would think she's going to make the semis yes. or, or finals. So that's, I mean, that's, that's our one and two seed, which mean absolutely uh, nothing. Nothing. Um, no, I agree with you. She gets, yeah. Um, and then obviously what will, you know, what will do her in is she'll have an awful match where she can't move and, uh, she can't hardly finish on any of her strokes and, uh, it'll look awful and we'll be scratching our head again and saying, see, I was trying to look up tennis betting odds, but it's all golf people want to come up with. (laughs) Because I was curious who the actual favorite was in the women's draw. All right. There is not. I would assume it's got to be Muguruza. Muguruza. Is Venus a threat? Yes. Okay. More than Pliskova and Holop? No. No. Not and, but either. Like, take them individually. You don't think she'll get as far as either of those two? I think she will, but I don't. The likelihood of it is not as great. So you'll love this. They have Holop and one other player. With the same odds. They're the fifth favorite to win. And guess who it is? Europa? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so they have that, the exact same odds. Well, first of, of all, first of all, gambling sites aren't designed to tell you what they think is going to happen. No. They're designed to give Who's you the odds bet? on what you it's, think. It's mathematics. What the public thinks is going to happen. Right. Yeah. They're trying to take the pulse. And I think they've heard this podcast. <laughs> I think that's why we've got the Sharapova um, odds up. So and they've much. got some we haven't mentioned as a favorite, as they've got Conta as well, their third I'm favorite. Hey, I there, picked Conta. Can you give me a oh, minute? For, no one was picking her. I picked Conta for Cincinnati. You did. I remember that. Yeah. How'd that work out? Yeah, she got pretty far. <laughs> she got pretty far. No, she's a. I mean, she's the seventh seed, so you would think that uh, she would have a chance. All right. So, yeah. well, can I I've please, for picks. the love of God, can I please continue? I guess. I guess. So, Venus, what do you think about Venus? Why don't you put your phone down? We're on a podcast, <laughs> jackass. Uh, I don't think she can you sustain it for the. Not long a lot enough. of confidence. Yeah. So, second week? Yes. Probably around to 16 yes. quarters. Okay. What's funny is we always forget the Australian, because theoretically the players that do well in the Australian should do well here, and she was in the finals, yes. the Australian. Long season. Yeah. Long season. And Serena was there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. How about Sloan? I love Sloan, but I don't think she's had enough play time. She is one of the few players, though, you have to admit, that she does better in important matches yes. as opposed to... Meaningless matches. Yeah. She needs to coach Holop. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, so what about contests? You picked her for Cincinnati. Worked out like a charm. You want to try it again? <laughs> no. I, I mean, do you feel like, I think can she'll you go, picture her holding a plate? I can, but I don't Which my think daughter's for the mad year. that the women get a plate and the men get a big old cup. <laughs> yeah. Housekeeping. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make her say that, I swear. <laughs> um, I like Conta. I don't like her in the op- in this Open, in the U.S. Open. Uh, I just, the courts don't favor her. Um, Which Open do you like her in? I liked her. I, <laughs> I liked her in Wimbledon. Not know, this but, year. No, I know what you're saying. Uh, I just, I, she hasn't had a lot of momentum since Wimbledon. And that's the thing. There's nobody but Muguruza that I would say has really had any yeah. consistent success. Now, I'm not going in order of ability, but I kind of am going in order of confidence. Like what, what I feel like about the Waz, not Steve Wozniak. <laughs> I just don't Apple think she, yes. she has the power. And well, we know that. She always but, runs up against a player who's on and she can't do anything about yep. it. Yep. So y'all don't feel good about the Waz? She's got Muguruza, Venus, and Kvitova all in her quarter. That's way too hard. There's no way she can beat all of them, any of those, and maybe not, definitely not more than one of them. Right. How about? But the slower court again, maybe that favors her. That might favor her. How about? uh, Well, we had a big tournament last week. Any any Sibokova? You think that's going to carry her forward? (laughs) Former Australian Open finalist. She'll make it to the second. I mean, the second week. I don't know about holding but that. But not a threat, you don't think? No. Yeah, I mean, I think even though we talk about it being wide open, it, it comes down, in my mind, to four or five players. Yeah, and I'm actually going to make a, a, a wild prediction. But only, but only because outside of those four or five players, they do wacky shit. Right. Yeah. Like, matches come down to, wha- you know... Um, well, obviously nobody was saying Because they're all Ostapinko. skilled. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a... Yeah, that was out of nowhere. I mean, not out of nowhere. Obviously, she's a professional tennis player, for God's sakes, but she's 12. <laughs> um, but you have to have some level. You have to go with some level of past uh, results to pick. You can't just say this is going to be so-and-so's breakout tournament. They have to have done something. Yeah, yeah like I was talking about on the men's side. Yeah, You just don't feel good picking no one. Right. You know, that's somebody <laughs> who's done nothing. Like I could pick Zverev in the men's because hey, he's won two Masters this year. That's something. But he's Whereas the women, there's nothing horrendous I know. from time to time as the well. Place. The only consistency has been Muguruza, which is why it's crazy we're not looking at. Well, you are, but what, I don't have any faith in Nadal because he's done everything. Right. But at the same time, he's done a nothing. <laughs> yep. All yeah, right, so women, what do we got? All right, I'm going to make a wild. All prediction. right, this I'm, this is your absolute. Don't give me. Give me some finalists. <laughs> I'll give you all the qu- out of out of these nineteen hey, I gave players. You the I think out of these seventy five players, I think uh, <laughs> jackass. All right. So here's my wild prediction for the women. All right. This is not a wild prediction. This is your winner. Yes. All right. I, I'm I'm going to say this is going to be Madison Key's breakout year. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that is out on a, a limb. Yes. But I think I she can do it. Accentuating the beat to make everybody understand. I'm <laughs> she's going to have the yes. crowd. She's going to have the crowd on her side. She's going to. I think she could really go far, and okay. I think she could take it all. All right, that is wild. I'm going right. to pick the player that's beating her in the round of 16, which is uh, <laughs> Svitolina, who okay. I've been picking all year, who's done nothing. Um, speaking of players who have done nothing, but this is her breakout year. Okay. All right, so. I have a wild one too. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't could know it, if it's wild or not. Could it be Sharapova? Eugenie Bouchard. <laughs> Eugenie and Sharapova in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be there for that. I'm, I might stay. I was about to say you would make you it happen. I'm back. If it was them. I'm back on Tuesday the fifth, so I'm going to miss all, out on all that. But no, I've got a wild one. 
I'm going to tell you right now. A young maniac <laughs> by the name of Simona Hallett. I think she's going to close the deal finally. I hope she's already lost by the time you are listening and to this. I will break <laughs> this computer I'm holding in my hands right that now. That is a really bold pick, though, knowing she's playing Chicago, no, no, no. so I like that. Obviously, she can play. Yeah. She can obviously get yes. far in Grand Slams. So I'm hoping New York is so crazy, it almost serves as... Because, listen, what's her number one issue? Her pinky toe? No. <laughs> her lack of power? Right. Should be, but no. Her pitiful serve? No. Her mental stability? Her awful awful, uh, home country's federation? No. None of those are. They should be problems. All of those things are terrible. Yeah. Um, No, her problem is she's got mental instability when it comes to pressure. But maybe in an environment like New York, where it's a wild scene out there, um, maybe that'll serve as some cover for her. Well, there's obviously uh, not a player she can't beat. You put her in a head-to-head match with anybody, she she is probably the favorite. Right. But then again, there's not a player that can't beat her in a final. <laughs> right. So you gotta True. so that's the key. Can she get to the final? I think everybody thinks that's a, a real possibility. Yes. And the other side of that is can she overcome her demons? I mean, she's gonna have to get she's gonna have to go out and get hammered right. the morning of the match and maybe <laughs> still be a little drunk when she's out there so she's loose. Or no no no, that's no, she'll get bloated. I saw that at a <laughs> tournament last weekend. Well, yeah, that, that'll get her bloated. Didn't work out very well. I think no. she needs to go out. Is weed legal in New York yet? No. No, okay. So it's not, but it's got to be somewhere up there in the Northeast. She's got to go somewhere in fi- D.C. <laughs> She's to send Darren Cahill down to D.C. Yes. Pick up a... Uh, get some pot pills. Whatever. I don't know how it all works. Well, pro athletes would never take anything that's not allowed. No, yeah. not at all. But you talk about performance enhancing. <laughs> that would help her tremendously. Right. She's right. just like, hey, man, groovy. Wouldn't listen care to, if she misses. Listen to Grateful Dead on changeovers. Wouldn't be slamming her racket down. So that's my pick. It's a crazy pick. but no, uh, it's, it's not it, so crazy. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And if she loses against Sharapova in the first round <laughs> and I'm dead wrong, I'm also dead right. So I'll be so happy. <laughs> One, so. if all, all her players could be out by quarters around the six, or the semifinals so true then we'll make a new picks next time right or we'll go back and re-record real <laughs> quick monday night right all right so that's our u.s open preview now next week y'all will be here all by your lonesome yes i'll be running naked through the streets of new york <laughs> watch out new york city and uh you'll, yeah, you'll be here in spirit god i hope i don't get murdered in new york city now nah, you'll be fine um yeah, I did see a documentary, summer, The Summer of Sam. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh, my God. What a disaster. Um, so, anyway, so, yeah. All right, so that's U.S. Open. So, I'll hopefully be reporting somewhat live-ish and be able to send you all something yes. cool. uh, from New York. If not, y'all can just wing it. And just everything that got I got that happens, just act like I picked it. <laughs> so, make me look like the genius course, that I course. really am. All right? Anything else? Nope. That's it. All right, well, everybody out there, listen, you really need to be downloading this podcast and telling all your friends that we're in the in the, the home stretch of the tennis season right now. Um, and so let's get excited and get fired up. Tell all your friends, download. We're growing, but not fast enough. I mean, I'm, you know, my co-hosts are so-so. I don't know if they deserve it, but I do. <laughs> yes. No, no. They put in free effort. And so the only thing that they care about is people in Guatemala downloading this podcast. Uh, podcast so tell your friends and until next time thanks for joining the revolution bye guys play it safe good luck call me after you lose